TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauly on America's Sports Voice. KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. On a Monday evening, we welcome you into a Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX, a special edition of the program. My name is Matt Pauley. Have you for a full two hours as we take you till 8 o'clock this evening. If you want to chime in, uh, probably more so texting than calling tonight, if you want to uh, comment on anything that you hear, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. We are dedicating the entire two-hour show tonight to, uh, to Mike Shannon. And in fact, the next six hours here on KMOX are going to be that way. I'm going to get done at 8. Hancock and Kelly are going to come in. They're going to do two hours on Mike Shannon. And then we're going to replay a uh, Mike Shannon 50 years uh, special that we had uh, a couple years ago. And uh, we're going to play that tonight from 10 to midnight. So break the dial off your radio. Don't turn it off. Just stick with us all night long. We've got some pretty cool things coming up. Lots of guests here on Sports Open Line. We're going to hear from Joe Torrey here in just a moment. Later on this hour, Fast Eddie, Joe West, and Benjamin Hockman will join us. And then next hour, Will Leach, Kenny Wallace, Kyle McClellan, and uh, Dan Farrell are all going to join us on the program. So like I said, we've got a lot going on. But let's go ahead and jump right in. No need to dilly-dally today. Uh, Joe Torrey certainly had an interesting relationship with Mike Shannon. He was a teammate with him. He was also uh, had the broadcaster manager relation with him. Joe Torrey, a former Cardinal player, a former Cardinal manager. He now serves as a special assistant to the commissioner of baseball. We are honored. We are thankful. We are so happy to be able to welcome Joe Torrey on to the program. Joe, thanks so much for uh, taking some time. How are you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm doing fine. I, I, you know, I wish it was for a, a different purpose, Matt, but uh, it's always nice talking to my friends in St. Louis. What was the uh, first memory, the first thing you thought of when you heard the news uh, yesterday that Mike Shannon had passed away? Well, um, you know, I knew Mike wasn't feeling well. I knew he wasn't doing well, I should say. And... Um, and, and you know, unfortunately, when you when you get to my age and that phone rings, uh, you know, a lot of times it's it's something that you don't want to hear. But um, the first thing I thought about was, you know, what a fighter he was. Um, you know, he was he was supposed to pass on 
you know, somewhere in the early 70s when he came down with nephritis. And and I, I remember distinctly going to visit him at his home. That's when he was he was sleeping 23 of the 24 hours every day. And he he was the only one that thought he was going to make it. And, you know, he's uh, he certainly was a special friend and uh, certainly was a, a, a tenacious individual. There's no question about it. You had the relationship with him as a teammate. You also had the relationship as a as a manager and a broadcaster. Was there any difference uh, between those two things, or was he just always Mike Shannon to you? He was always the same. And, and you know, when Mike asked you something, you know, you want to come on my show, you never said no. I remember Bob Gibson and I, you know, would uh, would visit and sit with him uh, for his show. And, you know, the show was just like sitting around a dinner table and, and – chatting with Mike. He, he was he was a master at the conversation. He knew his baseball. He knew which angle to come at you from. And, um, and as I say, he, he he was just very special, and he, he would do anything for you. He, he was just such a loyal friend. He is beloved in, in St. Louis, and obviously growing up here, true St. Louis. And what was it about him, though? Because we've spent the entire day today here on KMOX reflecting on him, telling stories. It's been so much fun. But what was it about him where he was so endearing to to everybody in St. Louis? Well, you know, again, he went to Mizzou, and he, he was uh, certainly a popular figure there. And But I, I think, you know, St. Louis, uh, they have a knack, the fans, for, you know, who they cheer for. Uh, they, they can recognize uh, say if your if your mom sends a kid out to play, uh, Mike Shannon's that kid who's going to come back dirty, <laughs> and uh, you know he just gave everything every time he played the game. Uh, he, he you know it wasn't always pretty, but uh, he was never uh, he was never afraid to fail, and and to me that that's a that's the highest compliment I can I can pay anybody who competes. Because he he just went out there and gave you his all, uh, whether he was playing the outfield, playing third base, you know he's always uh, would raise his hand if you needed an extra catcher. Uh, he he was a, a perfect teammate. You mentioned Bob Gibson, and you think about Bob Gibson, you think about Bill White. At that point in time, it wasn't always easy to be an African-American ball player. How important was it that he really kind of uh, set the tone in terms of the relationships that he had? Well, you know, what's interesting, Matt, is, you know, baseball, I think, you know, you never you never had that issue in baseball. And, you know, I mean, I'm not saying guys, you know, you had some certain individuals who grew up a certain way and had, you know, certain, you know, prejudices. But I always found that baseball consisted of a first baseman, second baseman, shortstop, third baseman, and, and it never came into play, you know, what color somebody was. So, you know, I, I think baseball a long time ago integrated just for the sake of of, of first of all, living with someone on a regular basis because obviously you're you're with your teammates more than when you're with your family during the season, and then you know working together to try to do something special, and um, it it 
Yeah, I remember just one incident uh, talking about that subject uh, when Richie Allen was with us and he and Lou Brock would, would go back and forth. And, you know, there was always that talk about Richie being late and, and, and Lou would kid him about, boy, um, you know, you know, I, I would go tell on you and uh, I wish I could go tell on all those guys. And he, he would pretend Lou would, you know, if, if I was red shaming. So he would say to him, if I were red, you know what I would do to you. And Richie said back to him, but you're not, you're black. And, and, you know, it, it was just that kind of camaraderie we had, uh, you know, color, you know, not, not that you didn't notice, but it, it uh, you know, teammates were teammates and it, it didn't, uh, it didn't have anything to do with, um, you know, anything negative as far as I was concerned. And again, it may have on other clubs, but any club I've been on, uh, it was always, uh, you know, teammates. Well, Joe, we really appreciate you taking a few moments with us, sharing uh, your thoughts. I'm sorry, like you said, that uh, it's under uh, these circumstances, but uh, we're so grateful that you took some time with us today. Well, Matt, anytime, and I uh, look forward to my next trip out there. Former Cardinals player and manager Joe Torrey, and we appreciate him taking some time. We are going to continue on with our Mike Shannon tribute. Up next, we hear from Fast Eddie. That's next. It's a Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. A Gray Bar Sports Open Line does continue right here on KMOX. We are continuing to uh, celebrate the life of Mike Shannon. We are doing it throughout the entire two hours there's maybe no business, no establishment that is more connected to Mike Shannon's voice than Fast Eddie's Bonaire. Fast Eddie, a good friend of uh, Mike Shannon's, and he joins us right now on the program. Fast Eddie, thanks so much for taking some time with us tonight. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, what was uh, your reaction when you heard the news yesterday? Um, well, yes, I'm definitely surprised. I saw him, uh, I guess it's almost been a couple weeks ago, Def, definitely surprised. I, I, I was, 
I, I wasn't shocked, of course. You know, I mean, things can happen, but bad news that hit me hit me when I didn't think so. When when you think about Mike Shannon and think about the connection to to Fast Eddie's Bonaire, I mean, so for me growing up, like I couldn't mm-hmm. think about Fast Eddie's Bonaire without hearing Mike Shannon's voice connected to it. Right. How important yeah. is that connection? Well, it was very important, and and he was definitely the voice of the place, and and you know, and it uh, started off a marketing thing. The voice of St. Louis, the voice of Fast Eddie's, it was just such an honor of a ours to have him and just part of the place, you know, for the credibility of the, the advertising side. And then, and then, and it carried on just because we got along so well to where he kind of became a private thing. And, and we did together to where he, I don't know, we just were spending time together and, you know, enjoying and, and then uh, the commercials clearly reflected it and the places, you know, fun and laid back. And he was so fun and so laid back. It just was a great fit. And, he liked doing it. We liked doing it together, and they were by no means uh, stressful. You know? So it was a lot of fun. I, I didn't really know him personally, but I, I know a lot of people who did. I talk to Mike Claiborne sometimes about him, and Claibs always oh, says, yeah. man, if you were in w- with Mike, you were in, and he would take care of you. What what was it like to be a close friend of Mike Shannon's and what he would do for you? It, it was uh, – <laughs> I, and and he was, and it wasn't that he kept people out because he, because he was, you know, he was he was rude or thought he was better. Quite the opposite, he was kind of uh, shy and and just wanted to keep things with his big family, big friends who kept very few people around and kept his circle small. And I just was, just was so honored and 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 <laughs> sometimes I wondered how I got in it. You know, I I, I, I was so happy. And it was such a such a big time, you know, such a fun thing to do. Not so much because he's Mike Shannon, just because of the lessons I'd learned, the uh, the time that you got to spend the watching him act and, the, and being so much younger and watching, you know, how you how he treat people and 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 and, and, and turn everything into fun. He can he can make it have fun out of anything. Have you ever thought to yourself how many big Elwoods were sold because of a Mike Shannon? Yeah, I, I tell you, I uh, I know he sold a lot of them, <laughs> but but uh, but I but I've always thought of it more. It became a, a great marketing tool that that uh, turned out to be a friendship. So that was always. It never seemed like that after the fact. He'd always tease me, you know, and he'd say, "Hey, I won three World Series. I've been involved in eight World Series." And, I'm famous for selling beer and burgers in Alton, Illinois. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. But uh, but we we had a lot of fun with it, and it became a thing. You know, uh, it wasn't a whole lot of uh, pre work or script. It was just a lot of fun, and I was blessed to have him in my life. He's like a father to me, and and uh, I'm sure going to miss him. Fast Eddie, Eddie Scholler, continuing to uh, join us here on the program. He. He was beloved by Cardinals fans throughout the Midwest, and the Cardinal Radio Network has, has such a reach beyond the St. Louis metro area. What was it about him that resonated so much with Cardinals fans? Well, I think people loved the the, the real you got him for what he was. I mean, from here, he's like us, if that makes any sense. He's Midwestern, and he was honest and true to who he was. He, um, he, 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 he he said he he made light of everything. He, you know, you could you could even kind of think that he was 
being too silly to there was a lot there and he was a really really good guy and i think people can tell when you're being yourself and, and it's okay to be yourself and, and uh express yourself and it's funny and people will like him he was so confident you know and he, and he was i think I, I just think it comes out when when, when you're good and you're kind and 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 I, for lack of a better word you're that cool <laughs> you end up being mike shannon Last thing for you, I'll kind of put you on the spot. If you don't have an answer, that's fine. But is there a single moment, is there a single story that maybe you've told over the, the last 24 hours or so, the one thing that most came to mind, a moment that you guys had together? Um, I've told a couple stories, that's for sure. I don't know. Are you radio friendly? None I can tell right now. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, he had a lot of fun, and but but I will remember him more so for the for the way that he took such good care of. Uh, I got up for lack of better, you know, it's, uh, whether it's uh, sick ch- sick children or old timers uh, that are are not doing good or special needs, and you know, he was like he was always the coolest guy in the room, but he was also always the nicest guy in the room. Yeah, you know, it's okay, it's okay to be both. You know, As a matter of fact, that that makes you the coolest guy. So it was always. You know, the, those incidents are in my head. Now, did we have some good time at the track? Yeah, a whole lot of fun and, you know, fishing and having a couple of those ice cold ones. It, that was all real. He was he was a great time all the time. But the way he was, I mean, he was family and people and really, really hard. It sounds almost cliche when you talk about some guy, you know, once in a lifetime, all that. But I've never said this stuff about another person, and I doubt I'll ever say it again. He was He was something else, man. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, Fast Eddie. Fast Eddie's Bonaire. Uh, thank you so much for, for taking the right, time. Man. We really do appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. All right. You too. Thank you uh, so much. It's uh, certainly fun to talk about that, Eddie Scholler. Fast Eddie's Bonaire uh, joining us here on the program. And, yeah, that's um, – I still remember to this day I was I was a little kid. And Fast Eddie's Bonaire is a 21 and older establishment. It is not for kids. And uh, I was – you know, that we were, uh, it was like a Saturday where we went out to like look at the bald eagles or whatever that go out over the river out in that direction. And I was with somebody who had um, heard Mike Shannon talking over and over and over about Fast Eddie's Bonaire. And after we went and looked at the eagles, we were going to go have lunch there. And I'm like 12 years old or something. And we walk in there, and it was it was all because of Mike Shannon. Like that was why this person went. They they'd heard Mike Shannon talk on the radio about it, and uh, we walked in there. And I maybe took a step and a half in there, and immediately we got people there telling you, "Nope, can't come in here." That's uh, but it was just the impact of people. The the, the part point of that story is a crappy story. Uh, the point of the story is that. People went there because of Mike Shannon. And uh, we're going to talk with uh, Dan Farrell actually coming up uh, at the end of uh, next hour. And we're going to get into uh, Mike Shannon's impact a little bit when it comes to what he was able to do when he got behind something, uh, whether it was a a, a charitable event, whether it it was a business, whether it was just selling tickets for the Cardinals. There might not be anybody who has sold more tickets for the Cardinals uh, in the history of time than Mike Shannon. So uh, we will certainly get into uh, all of that. But when we return, we are going to talk with uh, longtime umpire Joe West. Not only did Joe have a relationship with Mike Shannon, Joe's wife served as the manager of Mike Shannon's restaurant, 
for better than 20 years. So there is a, a close family relationship uh, between Mike Shannon and, and Joe West and his wife. Joe is scheduled to join us in just a few moments. Don't go anywhere. It is a special Mike Shannon tribute edition of Sports Open Line, a great bar sports open line right here on KMOX. A great bar sports open line does continue here on KMOX. It is a Mike Shannon tribute edition. The entire show today is uh, dedicated to the life and the legacy of uh, Mike Shannon. We are talking to a number of people, uh, his friends, his acquaintances, people who uh, interacted with him in very different ways. And we're very happy right now to uh, welcome onto the program former Major League umpire, record-setting umpire Joe West. Joe, thank you so much for uh, taking some time and uh, talking circumstances how are you doing today well i'm i'm doing okay but uh we we've all lost a good friend and baseball lost a good friend i lost a good friend my wife rita lost a good friend and i know you did it's uh it's tough for the i know it's tough for the city of st louis because he did so much for the community and uh i I just hope uh everybody realizes what a great loss this is i mean it's it's crazy it he was uh he raised millions of dollars for uh, charities around the city, his alma mater. Uh, he, had, he started programs for um, to help the fallen warriors, uh, the first responders. And, I mean, he was he was just a very special friend. And, uh, I mean, I've, I've known him 40, probably 46 years now. <laughs> and so it was a tremendous loss for, for Rita and myself. Uh, it's... Uh, and you know, Rita used to used to work for him at his restaurant. She was uh, manager and general manager there for close to twenty years. Yeah, just, so it was, it was tough. Can, can you speak to the relationship a little bit between uh, you, your wife, and and Shannon, and just how it kind of developed over the years? Well, I, I first met Mike when he was working with Jack Buck, and he and Jack would come by the umpire's locker room. And uh, and chat, and sometimes there'd be questions about an unusual play or something, and and uh, and over the years we just uh, had a had a good friendship because we would talk about things that we thought were messed up. We would talk about things that we thought we were were right, and if he if he agreed with me, that was good. And if he didn't agree with me, that was okay too because there was a lot of people disagreed with me. But <laughs> but, but the point being, it was he he was just a real person, and he was a man's man. I. I told somebody earlier today that uh, he was uh, he was an amazing person because he could walk with the kings and never lose touch with the common man. He was he was that special, and uh, but um, and and you know when well, you were there for some of the radio shows that uh, he he'd have people come in and sit in, and uh, those were always a lot of fun. I, and I tell people all the time he, the thing he hated most was. That, when he opened the season, he was 0 for 4, and the game got canceled. And uh, so the game didn't count, he said, but the statistics did. And I said, yeah, but, Mike, your batting average didn't go down. It was the first day of the season. And he said, yeah, but it's tough to make up 0 for 4. <laughs> so, but, uh, so I used to always pick on him about that that game in particular. But uh, he, was, uh, he was a Cardinal through and through from the beginning to the end. And uh, – and uh, I, I tell you another thing: his allegiance to that city, and even to Anheuser Busch, because at his restaurant there was there was nothing but Anheuser Busch products. He didn't carry Miller, he didn't carry Old Style, he didn't carry anything but Anheuser Busch. And so he was a loyal and a, and a faithful um, 
friend to the whole city of St. Louis, and uh, he, the, the, rest, the rest of the world is going to miss him because he was a very special person. And, you know, I give credit to his, his wife, Lori, because he went through some tough times with the, with the COVID virus, and uh, he was near death with that. And he survived that to announce one more year, but uh, he, you could tell that he just didn't have the stamina or the the strength in his lungs to to talk like he did before the COVID virus. So uh, I give her a lot of credit. Lori was good for him, and uh, she 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 made it as comfortable as she could. And you know, Rita came in yesterday morning and told me that he had passed, and she was all shaken up because uh, she knew him. You know, since she was a child, her, her dad took her out of school to go watch Mike play in the 64 World Series. And uh, so she's uh, she's looked up to him for a long time. So um, it's a great loss. And I'm, I'm sorry he's gone, but, you know, he's more comfortable today. Was it is it rare for umpires to create that kind of relationships with team broadcasters? Well, I would say, I mean, I, I saw him probably more than I saw any other broadcaster. Uh, I used to always tip my hat to Vince Scully when I'd walk out of Dodger Stadium and he would stand up and wave. And uh, uh, there was uh, the guy with uh, Detroit. Um, Harwell? Yeah, Ernie Harwell. He would always stop by the locker room and say hello, which was which was nice. I remember, I remember Ernie came by the locker room one day and it was the All-Star game in Detroit. And when he looked in the door, there was all the commissioner's people and the six umpires, and there was media and all. They were talking about the ground rules and stuff. And he poked his head in the door, and he closed He closed the door real quick and was running up the stairs. And I went and chased him. I said, get back down here. You're the only one in this stadium that belongs in this locker room. Now get down here and say hello to the guys. So, <laughs> uh, so, and, and, you know, it's it's funny. We've had, we've had umpires that, that didn't like what an announcer said about them, and you, and you try to go to them and say, you know what, they're trying to do their job just like you're trying to do your job. How many times does a player disagree with what you you do on the field, and and you may be right or he may be right. The the, the announcer just trying to do his job, and if you look at it that way, this it's uh, it's tough to get mad at them, in particular when they come by the locker room and say hello before the game started. So. <laughs> You, you had a relationship with him before you ever had any kind of confrontation with anybody. And, uh, and I think Mike would, was a straight shooter. You know, I, I, I kind of compare him to the same, he would, he would say what it was. Uh, and if the Cardinal made a mistake, he would say he made a mistake. Uh, I have, I have another friend named Hawk Harrelson that I've played golf with. And of course I played in a lot of Mike's tournaments too, but Hawk was a homer. <laughs> It was never the White Sox were never wrong, <laughs> and and Mike wasn't like that, you know. Um, and he raised a lot of money for charity in that town. He was, uh, I can remember playing in uh, some of his golf tournaments, and I mean he had people from Roman Gabriel to professional bull riders to singers, songwriters. I mean he had all kinds of people, and and he knew people all around the country. It was. Uh, he had a he had a knack. Like I said, he he could he could walk with kings and never lose touch with the common man. And I, I think that was a great attribute for him. He was just a special person. For to ask you to kind of speak for your wife, what was it like to 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 work for him and and just be part of the family from that perspective? 
Well, early in her career working for him, uh, she had turned in her resignation because uh, they weren't giving him but one day off as managers. And uh, so Mike pulled her aside and said, why are you leaving? And she told him. She just was up front and said, I can't work like this if I only got one day off and I have to be here 60 and 70 hours a week. And so Mike went and told everybody that that's not going to happen anymore. They're going to get one day off here, and they're going to get two days off here. And and he said, and Rita's not leaving. (laughs) And that was it. (laughs) Like I said, you know, he he never lost touch, and he was just a very special person. Yeah. Well, Joe, thank you so much for taking just a few moments with us today and and sharing your thoughts. It really means uh, a lot to us and Cardinals fans to be able to hear this. Well, he was a very special person. And we're going to all miss him. So God bless him. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Joe West, longtime umpire, uh, joining us. And, again, his wife, uh, part of the management crew with uh, with uh, Shannon's Restaurant. And really appreciate uh, a little bit of time there. If you want to get any tweets in, so coming up in our next segment, uh, we are going to talk with uh, Benjamin Hockman from uh, the Post-Dispatch and STL today. But we might have uh, some time to read some tweets if you've got anything that you want to share with us. Uh, got one that came in from the 618 that says, A few years ago, I was able to make a three-generation stand Stadium visit with my dad. We went together to Sportsman's Park when I was a kid, then Bush one and Bush two as an adult. Mike Shannon heard the story and made a point to visit with me and my dad and offered congratulations. It was special because my dad listened to Mike every night and enjoyed meeting him. And I thought it was special because he didn't have to do it. Typical Mike Shannon. If you want to share any stories like those, you can do so by tweeting in or texting in 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. That's how you text into the program. If you want to tweet into the program, you can find me at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. When we return, we are going to be joined by Benjamin Hockman. He wrote a spectacular piece that you can read at STL today and also uh, in the Post-Dispatch uh, that just really got into the impact of, uh, of Mike Shannon and, and, and the Cardinals radio network and what he means to generations of baseball fans and Cardinals fans. And uh, we will have that coming up in just a moment. A Mike Shannon tribute edition of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line continues in just a moment here on KMOX. We are back at it here on a Monday evening, a special Mike Shannon tribute edition of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line here on uh, KMOX. We're going to be joined by uh, Benjamin Hockman here in just a moment or so. Uh, like this is going to sound like patting ourselves on the back collectively, and I'm not even speaking for this program. Let me just speak for the rest of the day here on KMOX. It has been incredible. It has been amazing. It has been compelling radio where we have heard from so many people who had great stories, great memories of Mike Shannon, whether it was a Bob Costas, a Joe Buck, a Kelly a Kelly Chase, just on and on. If you've missed any of it, uh, if, you've, if you're just joining us here on this program, we've had Joe Torrey already, Fast Eddie, and Joe West. If you want to re-listen to any of those conversations, uh, what we've already done today here at KMOX, already up on the Cardinals Conversations podcast feed, that's at uh, KMOX.com or on the Odyssey app. And then after this program gets over, all these interviews and everything will go there. So everything we have done, Mike Shannon-related, will be on the Cardinals Conversations podcast feed. And uh, it's something you certainly want to check out, everything we do Cardinals-related here at KMOX. Uh, gets put to that feed. 
I really enjoyed Benjamin Hockman's uh, column that he wrote uh, about Mike Shannon. I thought uh, the way he talked about KMOX and the Cardinals radio network and, and Shannon's impact was was really incredible. He did a great job kind of tugging on the heartstrings. Uh, Benjamin Hockman joins us right now, Post-Dispatch, STL Today. And uh, Benjamin, I guess first and foremost, as I, as I read that, and it was a lot of fun, and you talked with, with so many different people, and I thought you hit the exact right tone. Where did where did kind of all that come from and get started for you? That's a good question. Um, you know, I was thinking about people to interview for the column, and Glenn Brummer came to mind immediately. When I think of all of Mike Shannon's calls, and there were so many great ones, perhaps my favorite was, Brummer's stealing home. He is safe. And, uh, I mean, it was a, a crazy moment, uh, the third-string catcher stealing home in extra innings to win a home game for St. Louis. So I, I, I was looking up Glenn Brummer, and then I remember that he himself was from Cardinal Country. You know, he's from a small town in Illinois. So I was like, this guy would be the perfect guy to – to interview because he can speak to a small town standpoint and to being a Cardinal standpoint. And then sure enough, when I get him on the phone, he's driving on the highway heading from uh, Springfield, Illinois to Branson, Missouri. And I just thought of all the times St. Louis Cardinals fans were driving on those very highways, listening to Mike Shannon. And it just kind of brought it all together for me. You and I are generally in the same age group. And I think we, are maybe that last generation that really understands the impact of, of radio broadcasters, especially Cardinals broadcasters. It's something that people younger than us are, are really going to have a hard time understanding. No question. And, and you just look at the way media is today. Society is today. So many things that we revered the, uh, the evening news caster, the Walter Cronkite or the Tom Brokaw or whomever, and, or, or even the, the late night talk show host is, has kind of lost its luster over, over the, the years. Um, there used to be these people that were just there in our lives every day, omnipresent presences. And then that was Mike Shannon for Cardinals fans. And uh, the fact that he was also a player and a World Series champion at that just made it that much more of a beautiful connection. So I'm reading your, your, your column, and I'm going to read just a little bit of it. I want people to read it, but uh, towards the middle of it, towards actually the end, you say, Red is gone, so is Gibson and Lou Brock and Tim McCarver, and now so is Shannon. Man, Mike Shannon. And the first time I read that, I started tearing up. I'm like, damn it, Hawkman, oh, you, you got me. Um, <laughs> and that's why I wanted to have you on today, because like you talking about him can impact like the emotions of people, and I think that that shows just how important he is. Yeah, I mean – I've got a pretty cool job as a sports as a sports columnist for Sales Plus Dispatch. I also have a responsibility and, and to, to write for our our fellow St. Louisans. And when a when a moment like this happens, you know, I try my best to connect emotionally with the reader, with the fans, and the fact that I grew up here and have I can still imagine the image of my uh, radio, my radio clock in my bedroom as, as an elementary school student. I can picture it now, listening to 1120, listening to the West Coast games. So um, I, I, I kind of have a feeling for, for what Mike Shannon meant to St. Louis, and I want to do my best to capture it. Yeah, how much um, – it's, it's hard to grow up. Anybody who gets into sports media growing up in St. Louis, more often than not, baseball is part of the, the motivation. How much does – 
a Mike Shannon, a Jack Buck, a Cardinal radio broadcast, how much does that impact you and the direction that you went? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you just think about um, inspiration and you think about uh, people to look up to. And I mean, you talk about Jack Buck and Mike Shannon, two iconic journalists, two iconic broadcasters uh, that were part of my summers, you know, and, and so many other people's summers. So there's no question that the storytelling aspect of radio on baseball has influenced me as a storyteller uh, in print, if you will. How, we've lost that, too. As someone who's broadcast baseball, I, I've been thinking about this a lot the last couple of days because we've lost the great storytellers the Bucks and the Harwells and, and, and all those guys, like that, they just don't exist anymore in baseball. And I, like, I don't know if those guys could get jobs today. If the people who are evaluating demo tapes are going to say, "Yeah, we want to put that guy on our radio network," but at the same time, if you do put that guy on your radio network, people are going to love him. Yeah, and that's the thing with Mike Shannon. Um, it reminds me of the uh, the prominence of another guy, not as not as famous as Mike Shannon, but when I used to be a reporter in New Orleans. There was a fellow named Buddy Diliberto, Buddy Diliberto, and you couldn't understand a thing he said, or you'd catch every other word from Buddy Diliberto, but he was a Louisiana legend, and part of his, I'd say shtick, but part of his appeal was kind of his goofiness and the fact that he was just kind of loud and proud and you didn't know, couldn't really capture it all, but he, my, my point is, like, Mike Shannon wasn't from a school of broadcasting. He was a ball player that was put in the booth and just over time became beloved for just being him, for just telling his stories, for just telling his jokes, uh, for sharing his insight on the game and sharing his love for St. Louis and the quirks that make our city great. He is Benjamin Hockman. You need to read his uh, column. If you're a big softy like me, you might even tear up while reading it. Uh, Benjamin, thank you so much for uh, taking some time with us today. Oh, man, always an honor to be on KMOX. Thanks so much. Benjamin Hockman joining us here on the program, and we appreciate him uh, taking some time. Read his column. It's really good. Everything the Post is. Kudos to, like, every media outlet in St. Louis today. I, I think we've done an incredible job here at KMOX, and I think our coverage has been second to none. But just whether it's the print stuff, whether what we've seen on TV, other radio stations, like, this is when Dave Glover said this earlier today. Like it's it's moments like these that St. Louis is at its best. Dave went on for a little while about taking kind of the spirit of how we feel today as St. Louisans and turning that into us moving forward as a community, which I thought it was an interesting kind of leap for uh, for Dave to take talk about Mike Shannon and turning that into where we need to head as a community. But I thought it was a really good point. And we're all coming together on this one. A text message from the 618. Born in 75, I grew up listening to Mike and Jack. Fast forward to 98, I end up working 20 years at a Cardinals radio affiliate. So I remember many of his great calls. Shook Mike's hand at a couple of affiliate events that I went to. I'll say it. Everybody's got a Shannon story. Everybody has a Shannon story. We've got a lot more Shannon stories coming up in the next hour of this program. It is a Mike Shannon tribute edition of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line, and we continue on after the news here on KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 